Hey, amigos. My name is Josh. And I'm Keith. And today we are excited. What are we going to be doing today? Uh, oh we're actually God. interviewing uh, Justine and oh. Valerie today. So on the we podcast. got Valerie Metz and Justine Osoy yeah. over here. <laughs> Uh, oh Valerie does photography. Yep. And she doesn't know anything about technology. That's why she shoots on film. Yep. 35 millimeter. That's just the things I see on that's Instagram. That's true. Um, and and she's, a, she's a proud Latin. Oh. Like, she's got it flowing in her blood. She's got a tattoo about it. Um, just, what does Justine do? Justine makes candles. Uh, you might have heard of them. Uh, Bro, she's I'm got dead. a blood candle, like for like the gang. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like. Like oh wait 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 and hey, the candle it's it's a blood orange candle blood orange candle yeah yeah, yeah yeah so they're actually our first guest on this podcast <laughs> okay okay yep. I said intros not rose <laughs> I know what the heck man okay hey amigas and amigos and vatos and vatos and, and batas and hainas and <laughs> sponkas <Spunkas. and> uh, <laughs> this is Val. And this is Justine. And we have our friends Keith and Josh, who are actually our first guests on the pod, which is exciting. Woo! They are our cholo friends. They <laughs> Wow. I get that title. That's Dang. like a, that's a high that's a th- big thing to live up to. Um we thought it'd be super fun to have you guys on the podcast just for a few reasons. Like you guys are some of our closest friends. Um, which is crazy because you met a year ago through us. So was it a year ago? Cool. It was for uh, so Zach's Zach. birthday last Zach's year. Birthday, yeah. Yeah. They went to Palm Springs. Oh, yes. I saw, yeah. I saw videos. Yeah. So, yeah. so Keith and I met, yeah, a yeah. year ago. But yeah. I just met just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there, there are good friends. Like, I literally just met this guy. But <laughs> Justine's like, I know yeah. nothing about Josh. but <laughs> They're my well, good friends. I haven't had a lot of interactions. No, but you're hilarious. You, but, I mean, we have, like, yeah, at... I think the first time we spoke was at Stevie's um, yeah, at the, the park. baby shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember talking to you. I think you guys your hair were sitting was, on the bench. I think your hair was colorful. It was probably green. Mm. It was that or blue or something. Oh, maybe. And you were with like Hunter. Side. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Wow, yeah. look at us now yeah. recording on a pod. Um, okay, so Keith and Josh are interesting for a few reasons. Um, well, we're extremely handsome. I know no one's like <laughs> looking at this. Um, sorry, I am also taken by a extremely humble too. Be- hey, I'm trying to hype up my wife here. I freaking love her. She's my rock, my soul, my foundation, my mentor, my hero. I love you, Emily. If you're listening, she doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts. So. <laughs> but, anyways, I love her. And so then much. Josh is married to my prima. She's yep. not really my cousin, but but honestly, I, it feels like we are. People feel like, like, always say that you guys are sisters. Like, I had a friend who legit mm-hmm. thought, like, you were Sadie's sister. Well, did Sadie's Zach... my wife, by the way. Oh, yes. Um, did Zach tell you that the last time we all hung out when we were getting birria, he went, he was about to go up to Sadie from behind because both of us oh. had, like, low Oh, yeah. Lines. You guys literally oh, went up to Val. No, no, no. He realized it was her and he's yeah. like, oops, wrong brown girl. Oh. No, no. He that told me. So you, awkward. you guys were literally look like the same. Oh, wow. Like, you yeah, your own husband's mistaking. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Oh, that's it was yeah. pretty wild. It was funny. It was funny. So, yes, it's funny. She's great. Um, so Keith is in a band. You're a teacher. Josh is actually a... Are you technically a worship pastor or a youth pastor or both? It's both. Yeah. Okay. I work on a dual role. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And then you're a barista. I'm you a make barista, amazing coffee. A home barista. Wait. Yeah. Oh, you're an at-home barista. I yeah. Am. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But before <laughs> you were doing the church stuff, weren't you doing coffee stuff like more full time? No. So like I've been working at a church for a while, but I did start like a small like coffee pop-up business, yeah. like oh. a coffee cart. So like invested That's this cool. money into like yeah. I have like 
a commercial machine like that's in like the cafe and it's like good too that's like good awesome. coffee yeah. yeah so i was doing that for a little bit i still do it kind of on the side like just weddings mostly like yeah. people that i know events yeah. i'll do for but what is your uh, what is your business called uh social house coffee yeah. oh, that's so cool. oh, oh my shoot. god i just wanted to have this knocking over <laughs> everything <laughs> I need this to feel Breaking like more like organic or something because I'm like, oh. I wouldn't normally talk to someone where I'm like, well, they, I'm you, you, you can't tell what's house. happening, but there's glasses in yeah. front of This fool's all podcast like, like 203 right here. He's like, so you got to explain it to them. Well, I mean, well, I'm just, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, we, I know. We do that too. I'm painting like the visual. Talk and yeah. we're like, they can't even see yes, us. Yes, yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. But no, anyway. that, is a, that is a very good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, do you guys? I kind of gave you intros, but do you guys want to like give yourself an intro, or did I don't want to speak for you? But bro, if you had one thing to say right now to this audience, what would... <laughs> this is what I would say. Your last word. So, <laughs> if you can, if if there's anything that I'm gonna say that I need you guys to take away is <laughs> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what about you, fool? Uh, I don't live to live. Oh my god! <laughs> Some people oh might get that. God. They might get. That. Wait, I think I a lot of. It. I think a lot of the uh, community should get that. The where's it from? What vow? It's from are you the, serious? Yeah. Some food's gone wild. Food's gone wild. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't live to live. I don't. You that, gotta look at it closely, closely right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you? You probably don't follow Food's Gone Wild. Actually, I do on my personal account. Oh, really? It's really funny. It's just like an Instagram account that, that posts page like a lot of like, like Mexican. Yeah, me yeah. so much. That like more Chicano than Mexican. If you, yeah. yes, if you take antidepressants, you can stop those right away and just follow <laughs> and just Food's follow Gone Wild. Food's gone wild. <laughs> and it will cure you. No, it's 1, true. It's so man. good. It's so good. Don't Is you it? feel like they, I mean, I know we may be going off topic from what we're supposed to talk about, but that, <laughs> that um, they have like, started to shape like chicano culture yeah more. yeah you know what I'm they saying? really have I, I think get it more known because there's yeah. like a lot of people that aren't latino or chicano that like follow that page or made yeah. it even more of like even a trend like mm-hmm. to be like a fool a down ass fool yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true it's true yeah it brought it out more in me I didn't even well, know I it was in you, like, <laughs> Thank like, you, Fool's Gone Wild. You help me find oh my, uh, my inner fool. His identity. <laughs> Fool's Gone Wild here helping people find their identity. <laughs> um, no, out. but I, I think what you're saying is so true, especially like if you didn't grow up in Orange County. But, Wait, where did you guys, you grew up where? All right, all right so I grew up in the high desert. Okay. Yeah, Josh and I are both Victorville. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I lived there at one point. Okay. And then... I'm from Santa Fe Springs. I'm more LA County. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. LA. I'm LA. from LA County. I'm from right next to Pico Rivera. <laughs> the <laughs> gateway in the Santa Fe Springs. Okay. <laughs> so, but even like my friends who, like I have this white friend who is from Bakersfield, but she'll look at the Foo's Gone Wild post and she'll be like, oh, Bakersfield, 100%. Like, it feels like home to her, even though she's white. Yeah. So I feel like Foo's Gone Wild is just uniting people of all colors together. Yes, of all ghettos. And yeah. the down-ass Foo's. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we wanted to talk about a few things. We want to talk about music and Latino culture. We have a huge Latino following, or Latina following, because I think me. Yeah, probably because <laughs> of you. Like, yeah. It's all, all because of you. <laughs> no, but like there just aren't a whole lot of podcasts that are like aren't like Hefa vibes, you know what I mean? That are like make Hefa moves, like mm-hmm. you know, like girl boss energy. Yeah, there yeah. aren't a lot of like Latino or Latino podcasts that talk about the culture, but also like maybe can tie in being American too. Because like we were the four of us were born here too. So like being American is 
our identity. So anyways, I wanted to talk more about that. Thank you before I spill that. So wait, I know your kind of like background a little bit more. Yeah. And I know you guys have shared this maybe on the first podcast. I think so. But yeah. what is your like He's talking my to Justine. Yeah, yeah, Justine. Um, <laughs> um, so my mom's side of the family is where my color comes from. My dad's side of the family is extremely white, just like mm-hmm. European, like German and Dutch and, and all the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I Same growing my up, life, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking bullshit on that side. Sorry. Um, and then on my mom's side, you know, I'll get into this more because this kind of ties into the topic today. But like, my mom really denied her culture, like. I don't know if it was like inherently like race. Is that the right word? Racist? Like, I don't know if there's some kind yeah. of race, deep rooted racism that she had against her own culture or why that was there. Mm. But she mm-hmm. denied like where she would always tell me we're not Mexican, we're Spanish. Mm. She'd always tell me that. So I finally took a DNA test and um, it was um, Native American. It was Spanish. It was Portuguese and Mexican. Mm-hmm. So all those things. Which a lot of Mexicans are Spanish because Spanish the, well, the conquered the everyone. Conquistadors well, yeah, it's the generations don't Mexico. go Shout too out to far the back though. Today. It was like I think it was three or four generations ago. The Spanish part of my family migrated to New Mexico. New from Mex- Spain. The New Mexico, like in the New Mexico in America. Yeah. Yes, in America. Okay, I don't know if I know all this. I yeah. think I kind of know it. This is how I understood it. The conquistadors. Conquist- went to- <laughs> the conquistadors. The conquistadors. Hey, tengo acento, but I own it. Okay? Yeah, so, it's not that bad, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So what I've understood is the conquistadors went to the Philippines mm-hmm. and then to Mexico, and that's why Philippines and Mexicans, have we're very similar, and we have Mex- Spanish last names right but, I know about but that's not how i mean that's just my family my background of like the spanish part of my family yeah. they specifically came just like anyone now can come from like mm-hmm. europe to america that's kind of yeah. oh i understand yeah okay, yeah so not like way back then yeah. it was i'm not talking few... about like 16 <laughs> like the aztecs <laughs> i don't know a historian and, yeah. if any historians is like, like <laughs> fact check me yeah because my like, uncle actually, yeah, it's 1627 that's all inaccurate my uncle's super into that spanish part yeah. of our family and he'll post oh you're on mexican uncle yeah yes yeah, he's, he's cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, okay, that's, well, that's that. But a lot of people think I'm Asian just the way I look, or they just don't know. Maybe you have mm. some of that. It's, I'm, I, hmm. I mean, everyone kind of does, but it's very tiny in my like. It's so funny. Name. My yeah. sister doesn't look like Mexican at all. Um, she might be adopted. I don't know. <laughs> Jennifer, if you're listening, you're not adopted. She knows that. Um, but she looks, she looks Asian and white. Okay, yeah, your sister. Yeah, yeah and oh, she's a little taller. Okay, which what if you are. Did you think that I was like just looking? Did you have any idea? Like, what did you looking think? at you? Yeah, just mm. curious. Like, well, I just met you, so yeah, <laughs> I have I seen have, you though before. I have friends and... who are half white. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I guess I always get mistaken. Like, people don't think I'm Hispanic. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't have. Okay, but you look so Hispanic to me. Yeah. Everyone's wrong. Yeah. Everyone's wrong. Thank you, Valerie. <laughs> Set, you do look set, like, set, but, you are, but you're Spaniard. No, no, I am. But yeah, but people Ooh, don't even don't, associate. Don't no, that. you do look Spaniard to me. I don't okay. even know what Spaniard people look like. But <laughs> you, you honestly, look, they look like me. <laughs> you look like you're either from Jalisco, which has a lot of like lighter skinned people yeah. with green eyes and like blonder hair. Like Zach actually gets mistaken a lot as like being from Jalisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that this fool is muy, muy guapo. <laughs> lo, dije, you, lo dije bien. 
Thank you. Lo dije bien. Ajá. Sí. We're going to do like a podcast series where I'm going to teach you guys Spanish. That's I'm already cool. Right. Right. Well, what do you mean? It's, I'm it's already right learning. Now. It's this segment. Entiendo mucho. Burly. Entiendo mucho. But yes, I'm, read, is, I'm starting to read a little bit more. Uncle. That's my uncle who's like a lot, has a lot of Spanish Damn. in him. Oh, yeah, so that's my my mom's sure. dad's brother. Is mom's that full acting narcos or what? I, yeah, doesn't <laughs> he, he, he looks, looks like, like he really does. He's a, actually does like bodyguard. He looks like one of the headphones. Like, what's in the guy, Scientologist, the famous guy? Tom Cruise? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Like he, he what? Yeah, bodyguard. Yeah, what? This could be a whole podcast, right? Yeah, like in the Scientology church. Yeah, I don't know if he does that now but he was doing it i know he's very, he's very interesting i've known yeah, you for yeah. how long and i didn't know that because well, yeah. i don't give a shit that's why <laughs> that's true. i don't care I, that's pop culture i give a shit i was gonna i was gonna say um that i have friends who are half white half asian uh-huh and that's I, you kind of resemble that's how i look friends. yeah yeah i get that all the time i even from people who are asian think that i'm asian so i'm like do you ever get anyone come up to you speaking like um no i when i was little no not straight up when I was, why is that so funny <laughs> i'm just trying to get like my mom told me though josh and val are just like <laughs> like snickering i used to get i used to get waiting, we were both waiting for you, you guys look like you're like you guys look like some of my students like in fifth grade it's like hey this will just <laughs> Really? I think we're thinking the same thing. Well, because you had that, that dry <laughs> sense of humor. We didn't, well, I didn't know if you were joking or not, but I used to get free donuts from the donut store as a kid. My mom would send, I'm not joking either. They thought wait, wait, I was wait. Asian at oh, the donut store. Asian. Yeah, because they were Asian, the owners. Oh. So, like, I just, they hooked me up with donuts. And then mm. one time I was at Disneyland and this group of like Asian tours came up to me and they were like, asked my mom, like, she's, she's Asian. Like, we're going to take her back home <gasps> to China. And I remember being scared. So, oh. Because they were saying that, and I was like, "You're not gonna let them take me, oh right?" Like, she's oh like, "No, gosh. yeah." So that's those wow. are two like from my childhood things I remember. I can that. see yeah. it, but it's like hard for me to think about that because I've known you for so long yeah, now. That I'm like, yeah. Oh. like if yeah. I'd Keith, if I didn't know you, I would think you were like half Filipino or something. Oh really? Oh, I yeah, get that. I could see that all actually. the time. Mm-hmm. I could see all that the time. Now that you say that, yeah. yeah. Actually, talking to my auntie Dora today, she was telling me that we have a little bit of Italian in us. So, I mean, I'm sure we all have a little bit of something, but she said yeah. her grandfather was Italian Spanish. Hmm. So I was like, all right, maybe that's why yeah. I, we're, we're I can all... see both of those. Really? Yeah, and him. I can see that now that you said that. I don't that. see it. Italian, yeah, and Filipino. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. You guys tell me what you think I look like because depending on what my hair looks like, I get a different ethnicity. You just look like that last woman, man. Thank um, you. That's the answer I wanted. Yeah. Honestly, you just look like a mixture of, of a lot of things. Yeah. I get people coming up to me in like Arabic and stuff. They think when my hair is curly, yeah. they think I'm Middle Eastern or Asian people always think I'm Hawaiian. Like that's always their go-to. <laughs> like, are you Hawaiian? I'm like, no. no what or about Indian. Like the, your eyebrows too seem more like thick <laughs> well you've done a whole TikTok on it you're like hey guys so today i'm gonna show you like my whole like like air uh, air care what am i trying to say the new apple bud air care <laughs> guess people's ethnicity by their eyebrows oh my gosh i don't know if i'm even describing this right but like don't like middle eastern like some certain middle yeah. eastern cultures yeah. with like the eyebrows so maybe that i don't know that could be it i yeah. get indian a lot i don't know 
I've gotten Indian. Really? Yes. You don't look Indian. I, I, I can't yeah. see that either. You know Fernandez could be an Indian last name? No. With an S instead of a Z. Fernandez. Hmm. Fernandez. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Fact check me. We don't know. This is misinformation. Yeah. Right Everybody's getting told what they look like. I just always get that I'm white. They're just like, are you white? I are you Caucasian? Well, I'm just a human. And I'm just like, <laughs> just no. walking the world. <laughs> I'm just a person. Uh, yeah, I get that probably all the time. People just yeah. say, I'm, I'm white. I think maybe when you look skin and, and colored eyes, yeah. I, guess, I don't know. I think maybe when you look ethnically ambiguous, that's when people are like, are you this and that? And I'm like, oh. It doesn't bother me, but some people get really worked up about like people guessing their ethnicities. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't, care I don't mind. I can understand whatever. if people like you know take a I'm offense just to it or something. Yeah, yeah. As long you can tell when people are being disrespectful. So as long as they're oh, not yeah, being yeah, disrespectful, sure. then I'm like, I don't care. Ask me, you know. But yeah. Um. Well, that's enough about brown stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hair, amiga. <laughs> do you guys want to like talk about music? I think it'd be really cool for you guys to talk about maybe like what inspired you to pursue music. I don't even know that about you guys. Yeah. Um, and then you can talk to us about Walk Jog and maybe your experience like performing together. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was Do you really want to talk about kind of like your, like, do you want to start? Sure. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, so this is Josh. This is Josh, by Josh. the way. Yes. In our I'm, I'm on the mic. Oh, and I just touched Keith's toes right now <laughs> over here on the side. Um, and Justine got excited. Uh, anyways, um, no, no, no. We'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> so music for me, uh, I had musicians in my family from my mom's side mm -hmm. um, of the family. My dad's side too, but but mainly my mom's. And uh, so my grandfather played music mm -hmm. growing up, and it was so cool. He lived in Roland Heights, um, and he had like the studio at his house. So I always remember like being around music. Um, my cousins played, my grandpa played like mariachi music. So that was like always kind of cool to me. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a point in like my junior high, teenage years where it wasn't cool to me. And I was like, oh, this is lame. Yeah, but anyways, embarrassing. so <laughs> he like would, he like taught most of my cousins. We weren't like a huge family on my mom's side. My dad's side, I have like crazy cousins, but um, my mom's side was smaller. So he like, I think it was like a tradition, I guess. When I look back, he like taught all the cousins, like, or at least tried to. So I had like older cousins that my grandpa taught how to play music and it was so cool. Like my grandpa was just like a musician. Like yeah. that was his thing. Um, he like built like a stage, like in his backyard, like literally just to like host his friends. Yeah. And he would have like parties and he would perform. Like I have photos That's of so him cool. just like performing in his backyard for like all the neighborhood. And when we got old, like some of my cousins, when they got older, they would like perform with him and Aww. sing. Like it was so cool. Um, so he tried to teach me like when I was like 14 or 13, but he was trying to like teach me like mariachi music yeah. and like music that was like in Spanish. And it just wasn't an interest to me at the time because yeah. I was into like Metallica or whatever yeah. the heck I was into to then. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was like, ah, like I kind of learned a little bit, but then didn't. Um, but he ended up gifting me a guitar uh, somewhere in those years, I think like 14 or 15. And it just kind of sat there and it wasn't yeah. uh, – uh, it wasn't until a little bit after that, my cousin Spencer, he uh, started teaching me some just like songs to play. So I really yeah. got into it then. And then my grandpa had gifted me like a guitar and an amp, an amp and stuff like that um, before he passed away. Is this someone that you have like on a, he's like on a magazine? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like a fake it's magazine? It's like a fake magazine. Bro, I thought that was so legit. <laughs> yeah. Your Wait, little, yeah. His music room 
Am I? I I'm so envious of like your music that. or anything. Yeah, it's like it's like a it looks like a real like music magazine cover, mm-hmm. and my grandpa's face on it. I think you thought cool. it was real. And then you have his um, uh, isn't it an Alesis drum, drum machine? machine? Yeah, like I have a lot of yeah, like vintage really gear. Cool. That oh, was wow. my grandfather's. It's kind of cool. Awesome. That's so. Cool. The house I'm in now, like uh, just coincidentally, like looks similar to the house he had. At oh, least like the back wow. room because. My back room has like wooden panels and that's kind of like my music room and his was all like wooden panels. So it's kind of cool. cool. Um, Yeah. So 14, 15 started like playing on my own and then like really like just getting a love for music, always been exposed to it. I always liked music in general. Yeah. Like literally I listen to everything. I mean, you guys know like, like I like literal like everything and not like, oh, I like everything but country, but like I love country too. I love rap. I love just everything. So yeah. Started playing music, found a love for it, and then I started like songwriting like sixteen or seventeen. Aww. I'm like, I think Val knows this, and Keith, Justin, you probably don't know this about me, but I'm super emotional, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like super in touch with my emotions and yeah. feeling, and I've always just like so wondered in my own emotions since I was like fourteen. Just why do I feel this way, or yeah. why is life this? And so I started like songwriting about whatever was on my mind then, probably like girls and heartbreak or whatever. <laughs> um so yeah i started songwriting and then yeah i mean that's just kind of like where that all started yeah. and and since then it's progressed i play in my church and yeah. and i do that obviously for for my church but i also uh write music and i just yeah. came out with a single single go check it out there it is this Tell last Jack february the you guys should cover each other's songs bro i'm so i like your song a lot and what, your song is so good david, josh what's his name your homie roca oh, david rocha yeah. oh sorry. my brother oh, that was what, what, my brother oh. he introduced <laughs> me him as, you guys do look like. show, and he was like hey i was like are you my brother <laughs> <laughs> you guys do look alike because we were like the same high like same shout out oh, really shout out to david he produced my song and yeah. played like most of the music for yeah. it he's a talented dude, dude man he, i know he, you were telling me that but i can really follow him is. on the gram and i was yeah. just like damn this guy does a lot yeah so he's been kind of with me on that song writing i mean yeah. at, at least like when i started writing songs and we played a couple times he would play with me uh the music so that was my first single i actually put out there like in the open but i have like a lot of songs written i just have been like i don't know if it's like nervous to put my yeah. stuff out there or what it's vulnerable it's oh, like yeah, for sure i mean we're all creative people in this room so it's very vulnerable to like put something out there and uh. especially singing and um singing I, for sure yeah i i um sorry i don't know if this is like a segue into me but yeah did you, you want to no, 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 that i had like that's pretty much it for me i mean that's just yeah. where it started and uh yeah so i was gonna say with something like vocals uh it is uh i studied voice like when i was in college and uh and i'm still doing like lessons right now with my my uncle who is the dean of well he was the dean of theater arts at uh uci but we talk about like you have to be able to like show all of your scars like all your like good things and bad things when you're singing because your voice is like the main expression tool of like who who you are yeah and so like all the trauma all the dark stuff all the good things like you're standing in front of people with that every yeah. time yeah and like that if you haven't confronted certain things like in your life or yeah. something that will affect your performance i mean maybe yeah. not in like a super huge deep way but yeah so 
it, it is a very vulnerable, it's a, it, it is a vulnerable thing if you dive into like honing in on the, on the skills of it. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I uh, that was like the the most serious thing you said all night. I told yeah. you this is I, a studious <laughs> food. This this food right here, all serious. my greatest studious. my greatest strength is my greatest weakness. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I okay. So I this is Keith talking. I don't know if me and Josh sound the same. <laughs> and this is Edgar. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so stupid. So I, you want to hear about Edgar's musical journey? Bro. So, <laughs> so I started in the mariachi band. <laughs> Did I make my way into hip hop? <laughs> Who's gone wild? Please post this to your post. This is my goal. I'm gonna tag them. It's my goal for I'll 2022 to, to be featured in some sort of way, even if it's in a little way. <laughs> okay, so just like Josh, I mean, I was just exposed to it from like an early age, and I mean, I I don't know from. From a very early age, um, my earliest memories, I'm just going to use the word early a lot, like in this explanation. <laughs> uh, we just whenever we'd have like barbecues or get togethers, like I just come from your typical like huge like Mexican family and no one's ever left the city, you know, except for like a few people. So we're all together and we all celebrate like every moment. So, I mean, if it's the baby, if it's the baby's like half birthday, let's get yeah. everybody together. The baby farted for the first time, or like <laughs> this person's graduation and their birthday, and this person got married. Let's throw the parties all together. Yeah. Like yeah. everything is like such a big deal, like in my family. And I, 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 at the same time, I like that, and I don't, and I yeah. don't like that. But it's part of like made me of like why I like the spotlight and things like that because same. there's so much attention. Everything you're everything. saying, I'm like. Sorry, not to cut you no, off, no, but no, a no. lot of like my friends, like my white friends, are like, Valerie, you just like to party all the time and like you just have energy. And I'm like, you guys, I'm Latina. My family threw parties yeah. for everything. Entertaining. The yeah, first time is. I got my period, they had a party. Yeah. Like it became a <laughs> yeah. big uh, thing. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, the whole family gets involved. The Thias call each other. It's Dang, just like. Well, did you get presents for that party? <laughs> I, I think I actually got money. I think my abuelita gave me money. I can't remember. What? It's like, a little That's yeah. becoming a more popular uh, yeah, thing too. It like, should yeah. be though. But parties, I got parties. yelled at. Yeah, aren't, <laughs> I no, got yelled at when I um, No, no, no. no. Aren't, aren't they really kind of becoming a, a thing now? I, I actually have no idea. I've just heard Bert Kreischer, he's a comedian, talk about how they had like a period <laughs> party for like his daughter. Oh, And really? his daughter was like explaining to him, like, it's, I don't know if his daughter was pulling a joke, but I feel like this is actually, <laughs> I don't know, people who listen to this, you can maybe confirm. Or, I have no idea, but they were like, yeah, every, everything that you just said in that sentence, I was like, Yes, because yeah. everyone and it's funny. Do you get butt hurt when you like throw things and then not everyone comes and you're like a little let down? Because I, I get like that. But see, I'm just like new to having my first home, so That's I haven't true. thrown stuff yet. Yeah. So I don't have like any. But like your walk jog concert, for example, like well, that was did a you turnout. feel it was a good turnout? I feel <laughs> that like was a great turnout. turnout. Yeah. So maybe not, but I feel like I have very high expectations from like my friends and community now that when people aren't able to show up to things, I literally have to tell myself like, it is okay. It's not a big deal, but it's because my family like celebrated yeah. everything, made a big deal. We did not go to bed till like 1 a.m. There was just music there's blasting. No, there's like, no end time. There's no yeah, end time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's all being tied in into like being a musician, but I, um, you know, everything was, was celebrated. Like, <laughs> hey fool, they're pushing my head close to the mic. Someone help me. Um, 
So everything was always like a big deal all the time. And a lot of my, like my dad and my uncles like would often um, be in the backyard uh, and this, you know, more traditionally speaking, then the women would be like inside and they'd yeah. be cleaning up and, you know, yeah. or doing all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right. Well, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's how, that's, that's how it was like in my yeah. family. And so, um, so my dad and my uncles, they would be outside and, uh, maybe like the wives and, and everybody else would be inside traditional like Mexican family. Yeah. And so they would all be outside and my, they would be blasting music and maybe some of them would be like a little bellow face and they'd be like, and I'll be like, I'll be like, it's too loud. They'd be like, no, it's fine. And, um, so it'd usually be like the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, uh, the Doors, uh, Jefferson Airplane, like anything from sixties to like 80s yeah um i mean even some like like richie valens too mm-hmm. and then like then there'd also be like selena like linda ronstadt mm-hmm. um uh el chicano i think uh like this like mexican american like mm-hmm. rocks santana oh, uh santana. and so and then every once in a while like some like old school like mariachi so i mean i maybe I, I might not be the best at like telling you what songs exactly but it was all mixed it was it yeah. was mexican-american yeah. like you know like it wasn't one or the other necessarily it was that was our that was our culture like a chicano culture um and so i just remember like those are my favorite moments as a kid and that's where i was just like that felt like family to me the music like connected everybody yeah. and the drinks and like, it, we're just laughing and we're, we're just like, you can just tell everyone was in the music. There'd be yeah. these times where like, no one's even talking. We're just like listening to it. And I don't know if I was, uh, I don't know if this will sound like braggy or something, but I don't know if I was born like with like a musical inclination because mm-hmm. I remember listening to music as a little kid and I would just like get obsessed with like one instrument. Mm-hmm. And this is before I started playing instruments. And I would be like, I'm going to listen to just the drums. Mm-hmm. And it would like all the other instruments would zone out mm-hmm. and I would just hear the drums. And then I would also like, OK, I'm just going to listen to the bass. And I just listen to the bass parts. And I and I got really like excited as like a young kid to listen to like each part of it. Yeah. And then I would say like kind of fast forwarding, like that's where my love and appreciation of just like like music came from i i didn't listen you know when you're growing up you only listen to what your parents or your family listens yeah. to so i don't know how early it was for you guys i'm kind of curious but I, I didn't start really listening to anything new until i was like a freshman in high school mm. all i listened to from the time i was born until high school was whatever my dad was listening yeah. to. yeah you know Same. so if it was like classic rock or chicano rock or or like motown stuff that's all i listened to mm. and i think i started kind of like like maybe like Blink kind of broke me into like some other stuff. But then when I was in, I I did wrestling in high school, um, all the guys were like listening to like hardcore music and I became like a super big Under Oath fan. And I recently saw them. That was the first like Screamo, them and Finch. Yeah. Yeah. That got me. I'm like, that was the first music video I ever saw of like Screamo. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And then also like, like, what is this? So that was around the time too that I was actually, and this is a separate conversation. It kind of ties into it too. But I, I I grew up Catholic, and then I confer- converted into Protestant, like, Christianity, and then, like, under oath were, like, at that time, I know they've denounced it since, at that time, they were, they were like, the Christian hardcore bands. Yeah. It's like, if you were a churchgoer, and you had to, like, yeah. listen to them, and, like, and so that kind of broke, broke me out a bit. But um, my cousin, uh, shout out to my cousin, David, uh, he is five years older than me, and he uh, is, like, I would say he's one of the reasons why I picked up an instrument 
Um, and so like, he was the cousin that I like admired and I looked up to, like, I have an older sister. I love her. I look up to her for many reasons. Um, but my cousin David was like, like the brother, like mm -hmm. I didn't have. Yeah. And so anything that he did, I wanted to do. So if like he was a certain video game he was into, mm -hmm. that's the video game I want to play. If there's a, something he picked up, I wanted to do it. And so he picked up the bass and we were both really big, um, because of our parents, mm -hmm. big kiss fans. So, oh, and I, cool. and you know, it's funny cause kiss will get like crapped on a little bit because they're like the theater of like rock a little bit, which they kind of, they kind of are, you know, yeah. but yeah. they have some bops, they got some they bangers and you know, like if you're a fan, like you're a fan. So I remember I dressed up as uh, Gene Simmons oh <laughs> my twice. God. Do you have yeah. a picture of that? I do. You yeah. have to That's send it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could send that and there's like me, like with, yeah. like my uh, tongue and yes. all that stuff. So yeah. anyways, um, we were just like <laughs> huge like Kiss fans and uh, my cousin David played the bass. So I asked my, I didn't know the difference between a bass and a guitar. Mm -hmm. So I asked my dad, um, and he, oh, sorry, I need to back up. My cousin David also uh, played uh, saxophone in, in a Ooh. junior high band. So then I was like, oh, I want to do that when I get into junior high. And then when I got into junior high, I started to play alto saxophone. Uh, I did not know you played the saxophone. Yeah, no. yeah. Wow. I mean, I recently picked up like more. Wow. Yeah, I recently picked up, I play a lot more trumpet like now nowadays because like when I teach band like that's like the, it's such a small instrument it's yeah. like yeah. easy yeah. to kind of teach through it I'm a choir kid kind of at heart I, mm -hmm. I've got a really messy like music upbringing I'm gonna try yeah. to like like get through this Narrow a little bit quicker so uh he he did that and my uncle david played some played some music too i know he did drums i think i don't know i don't think my dad did any music but my dad just loves just music um just anytime he can play it that's what he'll be playing we're actually gonna see paul mccartney on, on friday <gasps> no way. yeah my this dad's friday? yeah oh, how fun. yeah my dad's just like that hey i so got fun. yeah yeah and then we saw rolling stones earlier so my dad's just like wait oh. when did you go to see the rolling stones uh -huh. whenever they played i've seen them three times um i yeah, they uh, but they played at SoFi. I don't know, like a few months back or something like that. We saw them in 2019 when I was pregnant with Rio. Dude, and sick, at Dodgers, no, they at the Rose Dodgers. Bowl, I think. Uh, yeah, and they had Robert Downey Jr. come out. That was pretty cool. That's Ugh. so. But that's they so cool. like they still got it. I was like shocked. Oh. I was like cocaine, man. Uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Them and then I and then I saw Mana a few weeks ago. Do you know? Too, do you know that? Do you know that uh, that Mick Jagger and Joe Biden are the same age? I think no. they're the same age. Or what the Why does Joe Biden feel like Mick Jagger's grandpa? Like, <laughs> Dude, he, that's crazy. Th that's crazy. Well, apparently, like Mick Jagger, like still works out and stays like limber. And, you could uh, tell with those dance yeah, moves, those he moves. was rocking out. He still, uh, he still got it. Yeah. So, so I, I, I mean, my dad's like a hardcore like music goer, like to concerts or anything like that. So that was just you know transferred on to me. And uh, anyways. I, I did band and that's where I think I developed a little bit more of like, like the inner ear and like my musicality and stuff. Yeah. And anyways, I, um, when I got into high school, I did one day of a band and I got in trouble because the, I played trombone. I had switched to trombone and they were, uh, I did something where I put like the mouthpiece like up against my butt and I was just <laughs> like, 
I was like, hey, oh I was like, so hey, cute. like to our section leader, I was like, hey, you can play this or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I could, I could literally. You know, it's funny. I wasn't really too much of a travieso either. I was, I was a little bit of a goofball, but I wasn't like a defiant kid, and so oh that was funny. Gosh. And anyways, my homie came up and he was like, hey, I'm gonna do the wrestling team, and I was just like, okay, I'll, just, I guess I'll do that. My, my, uh, my buddy Chris Vestrup, and so then I, my dad was like, you're gonna do wrestling, and I was just like, yeah, and I think he kind of like laughed at me a little bit. And then oh. I ended up like kind of taking off in wrestling. I became a little decent wrestler. I'm like a lot of the people were like, you know, uh, ranked like in state and country, uh, the the country and stuff. Anyways, I kind of uh, didn't go down the marching band route anymore, but I started to play guitar yeah. and write songs just like you, Josh. And I wrote, it was like much of a, you know, feeling. And that's when emo was like kind of becoming a yeah. thing. So my, like I would my sing, dude, no, I would sing <laughs> dashboard songs like all the time. Oh. And I'd be like screaming infidelities <laughs> and Taking her hair. Or sorry, I forget what Taking the words are. Hair. Like, but my sister will always make fun of me to this day. She was like, she was like, hey, you actually got good at singing. Like, I remember when you were in your room when you were like 15, you were just like, ah! like, screaming out your lungs. And then, so fast forwarding even more, I got kind of plugged in with like doing church music and leading worship. And that's when I started to like sing more. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, when I got to college, I transferred like to APU and I got a, uh, I had no intentions of being a music major whatsoever. And I got a message uh, from one of the choir directors, he did university choir and orchestra. And he uh, messaged it to all the transfers and was saying like, anybody who wants to try out for UCO, uh, that's a transfer, you can come to my office at these hours and send me an email. So I was like, oh, you know, I am singing a little bit more. Maybe I'll try out for choirs. So I did, I went and I did the whole choir audition and like I had to do sight reading. For those of you guys that don't know what sight reading, it's like taking a piece of like like a, like a score or something and just like being able to like read the music like um, off top. And so I was very like, I did everything very terrible. <laughs> uh, but he kind of said something. He's like, you have a like raw ability. Like you're really good at this. He's like, if I did take you into my choir, you'd be my weakest link. <laughs> so, oh but I know I, everyone that was going to school for music had been doing like classical music and piano, like, and, mm. and all these things for years and yeah. going to like, you know, private school or even public schools with like really good music programs. And everyone was coming and trained. And I, I came in with like more of like this garage band, like feel. And so I, um, I tried out for the choir and then he ended up putting me on a uh, men's chorale, which was like our entry level choir. And um, Harold Clousey, my conductor, rest in peace. Uh, oh. He, um, he, he said, I think he's like, the only thing he, he's like, if you, if you have like, I think he said, if you have like testicles or something like that <laughs> and you have, and you're breathing and you're breathing, you could be in this choir. So oh um, yeah. So then, so then, so then I, so then it was just so random because I hadn't done an ensemble in so long and I don't know what compelled me to do it really because yeah. I was just doing church music. I didn't do like choir stuff and I, and that's where I really started to like develop my voice a little bit mm-hmm. more. And then I lived with Stevie and mm-hmm. Stevie Morin. Stevie's uh, one of our friends. Yeah, Stevie is like, like my, that. he's my brother, you know, yeah, like that's I, how we yeah. Met. Keith and Emily. Yeah, that's how I know Zach and Val. Oh, wow. And uh, and if if anyone's listening to me up until this point, you're ride or die with me because I'm talking so much right now. (laughs) Uh, So uh, anyways, I lived with Stevie, and Stevie specifically came to APU 
to study music. I still, at the time I was doing choir mm -hmm. for our, like it was the week before college had started, like the whole like year. And um, it was like our choir camp. I was living with Stevie and Stevie was like, yeah, I'm studying music. And then I started meeting more people who were studying music. And I had always just intended to go to college to like um, get a, a degree like in English or history and just be a teacher. Cause I always did okay. want to be a teacher since high school. Um, and I uh, just started to meet more music majors. And the very first day of college, I went to a few English classes and I just, I, I, I don't know. I started yeah, I to, yeah, I know I mess around a lot. I'm not <laughs> lying about this. I started, I started to cry. I started Aww. to just like, I, cause I, I was like, wait, should I just be a music major? And I was like, this is just you're, like not my plan. I'm not. And I was seeing all these other people who were trained and stuff. And I was just like, I have a lot of work to do. Like, yeah. I really do. Like, I was like, my whole time until college, I was like, I'm a good singer. And then once I really got around people who like knew more about technique and stuff, I was like, oh, dang, like, I suck. Like, <laughs> I need to work on this a lot more. And my very first day, I just went to the counselor's office after like few a few classes. And I was like, hey, I want to change my major to music. And then I did, and I started at the bottom of like the music classes. Like I started in, in music fundamentals, which they called it fundies. And like, you get made fun of if you're in it because you didn't know how to read music yet. Yeah. But I mean, I, I ended up like taking classical lessons because your first year, no matter what uh, instrument you choose as a music major, you have to study classical. So then the next thing I know, I'm singing like Italian and German. I don't know what the heck I'm saying. And I'm learning yeah. about diction. I'm learning about enunciation or pronunciation. I'm learning about theory. I'm learning about sight reading. Like, and I'm just soaking it up. And I'm like, I've always felt as an individual and as a musician, I have a lot of catching up to do. And that's where my drive comes yeah. from. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, I have to work hard at this. Mm -hmm. I have to spend time. Like, and even now, I'm a, I'm a music teacher. And I'm always like waking up in the morning. I'm like, I'm playing drums now. I've never played drums before, but it's mm -hmm. always something I want to take it up. And that's the cool thing about being a music educator. There's just like, my job is just to get good at music. And so yeah. there's all these different avenues of music tech, a bunch of different instruments, the voice, um, you know, like uh, production, you know, even theater in a way. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Like now yeah. I know that was a big ramble. Um, no, I think it's, stuff. I mean, it, it's leading up to like where you both are at now. Yeah. And it's really cool to hear, obviously childhood plays into like things oh, like that, sure. but like, it's cool to hear about like culture. Like for you, Josh, it was like your grandpa and mariachi. And like, for you, it was like your Baisa family. Like, I'm just kidding. Your Cholo hey, family. Your <laughs> <laughs> it was like your, your family, like, and those parties and just like yeah. blasting music and I think same for me too, because I don't think a lot of people know this, but I'm like, I don't want to say I'm a musician, but I like play the guitar, yeah, I play piano, sing. I sing. You have an ear, though. I yeah. used to read. Yeah. I learned how to read um, sheet music when I was eight. Didn't you do like used to do like op like open mic nights and stuff? Yeah, when you, when Zach and I did. In, uh... Yeah, when we lived in the Midwest, Zach yeah. like is literally playing the guitar right now. It's like this house always has music playing in it. Lately, it's been Bad Bunny. But um, <laughs> you should cover a Bad Bunny song. Oh my god! I was actually listening to his album for like the hundredth time today, coming back home from LA, and I was like, "Ooh, I should cover the song that he does with the Marias." 
Did you guys listen That's to That's the it? first one I did listen to because the Maria's posted about <sighs> so it. So good. And if anyone hasn't heard of the Maria's, go, go listen, listen to them now. now. They're like my modern influence. Like right so now. good. Everything. And please let me open up for you, Maria. Yes. I think I'm her name is Maria. In, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah She's yeah. Puerto Rican. So that's why her and Bad Bunny probably were yes. like, hey, we're both Puerto Rican. Let's do this. And please don't shoot me. You are also Puerto Rican. I hate You're you. Peruvian. Are you being serious? Oh my gosh! Every time, said, don't shoot me. Every time Keith sees me, Brazilian. he's like, "You're Puerto they Rican, both are, right?" They're both piggies. So and I was like, said, Panama. You just said you're ambiguous. You're like, what? What do you think I am? <laughs> Valerie's, it's okay. Honestly, Valerie's I'll take Puerto gonna Rican. Like, Valerie is gonna kill me. I, d- I don't look fight Peruvian, me. so it's She's okay. Brazilian. I know. Brazilian. I'm too much. Vai Brasil. Oh. Você fala português? How do you say yes in Portuguese? See. See? <laughs> see, see what? See. <laughs> see, I know a thing or two. Um, okay, well, since we talked about music, I want to talk about this is Justine, what I was kind of telling you about right before we started recording. A No Sabo Kid, which, if you guys don't know, I feel like I always have to explain it because people don't explain get why. This term. Okay, so a no- I don't know if I'm supposed to fight Valerie after she says that or like. You guys are, okay. though. Literally, the definition. Yeah. I have it pulled up right here. It I'm going to read it because right. it's literally you guys, the three of you, not me. What, you when did it? this term start? I think Yo this no weekend, sabo yeah, kid. Start on TikTok. So, okay. Oh. No, I think it did. <laughs> but the reason why a, a no sabo kid. Okay, wait. I'm going to read the definition first. It's literally Is this um, how the urban children who have grown up. No. <laughs> in the US with their with English as their first language and not fluent in Spanish. So it's you guys. That's not as like I thought it was like more like you're not you're not from the hood or you're well, not hard or like something turns, like I don't know. It's how. not so much it's, about the hood, but it's, it's about like, the language, like Yeah. Know. Is it supposed to be like um like a yeah, like is it said in like could it be said like in a um like a mean way you know what i'm yes. saying so even i, I but catch... i know that's i know that's not your intention. okay okay wait wait let yeah, me yeah. explain why the term is even oh. the term so like you guys might know because i didn't i didn't know about this until okay, you okay, brought okay. it up Hold to on. me yeah, so yeah. no sabo means like it's conjugated wrong it's saying yes, yes, i don't yes. know but it's conjugated wrong if you were to say i don't know it's yo no sé not mm-hmm. yo no sabo i didn't know if that so canceled that's me why... out being a, a yo no sabo kid because i knew that was incorrect. no you're still no sabo okay yeah but um all right I guess so, so the term is like referring to people who have hispanic or latino descent <laughs> why are you laughing she... Frida over here. Frida uh, shook her ears and I'm sorry, I just thought it. she was a fart. Really funny. She She's was taking me back to sixth grade. I wonder if that was heard <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> I don't know if it picked up on the mic. It was like two minutes ago, though. It's it like, I'm like a little kid. That was so funny. <laughs> laughing over here. In the, in we the talk way too much about farts on this podcast. Yeah, okay. we... <laughs> well, he thought it was funny, too. It was, it was very funny. <laughs> Not you. No, I'm very no. serious. Okay. Right Keith was getting offended over here that Valerie yeah. called him a no sabo kid. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm like all deep in thought. I'm like, anyway, go ahead. Okay. So the term is like conjugated wrong to make, I not make fun of people, but no, to No, say what it is. <laughs> and I will be honest, I even catch myself it's, making, it's funny. but you know, but I mean, you know why? I'm not saying you guys, but a lot of people they all of a sudden are embracing that fifth generation Mexican where they're like, Oh, but I'm Mexican. But it's like, and that's like what pisses me off. I'm like, but you were never interested in it until it became cool. But I also need to like calm myself down because I think a lot of kids like growing up didn't get the chance to think it was cool. Like there were times where I was even embarrassed to like say I spoke Spanish because I like thought 
that it was going to make me look trashy in front of like white people. So I was just like, oh, but um, a lot of kids who are like no sabo kids, like mostly they didn't get the opportunity because their parents forced themselves to either not learn Spanish or they were just like, this is what happened to my cousin, actually, where they were like, I don't want you to have issues with any jobs growing up. So like, we're just not going to teach you Spanish, which is so crazy because now you get yeah. jobs yeah you get to paid speak, more yeah oh yeah and if you're, what's crazy i think i look more like i'm more appealing to like yeah my district because yeah. just my last name is fernandez fernandez you know? yeah well and that's what's crazy because like that was my cousin so like we're the same family but my parents for some reason were like no you by by the time i was four i was speaking three languages on and off like it was first spanish then portuguese and then i started learning english by like watching tv and so um i yeah, so I want to hear about like your guys' experience, which is all kind of different. But like, I want to hear about your experience. Like, you guys are all Mex of like Mexican descent, and obviously, like you guys grew up in like Chicano culture, and you grew up with like. Sorry, I'm not like people can't see who I'm pointing to, but Justine, <laughs> you grew up with like an abuela who like spoke to you in Spanish. So like, I want to hear about that because there is a lot of shade thrown to like Nos Sabo kids, and I will admit I throw a lot of shade because I can sometimes think I'm better because I'm bilingual, but I also need to like well, we get off to, my high we horse. We have to like, it, everyone defines like what being Mexican is in a different way. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. kind of where I'm just in, that'd be, that's just an interesting thing to kind of like, like talk about. Guys, what do you, what, how do you, what is, how do you define? Do you guys like culture? feel like you're more connected now? Or do you feel like bummed that you didn't get like, introduced to it to a certain degree like i know you are like bummed that your mom like yeah denied a lot of it i can go first if you want it's actually interesting because as i know i'm about to start talking about this my heart's beating hard which is really i don't know i think there is like i'm glad you acknowledged that like i don't know there is this thing where i feel shame that like coming out finally as a colored person like and being more expressive of that like lately because i did Mm -hmm. used to kind of hide it a lot yeah um growing up and i always feel like a poser like i don't know how else to say it yeah Mm -hmm. and it sucks that i can't speak the language because i try and it's really hard for me to even get my tongue rolling and stuff like that but growing up i had a grandma it was my mom's mom and she spoke a lot of spanish to us like we had nicknames in Mm -hmm. spanish and um, she would she would full on talk to her dog in Spanish and stuff like that um, and teach us a thing or, or two. But they were just like name called like mentirosa and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Stuff like that or like, oh, celosa, like you're jealous yeah. And, yeah. and things like that. And like I said, my mom would always say because I would always ask her, like, what are we? I don't understand. And she'd be like, we're Spanish. We're not Mexican. Mm. And uh, mm. even my great grandpa, like I, I have, he's still alive. He's like 95 or 96. Oh, but wow. That's good wow. genes. Yeah. Does he have a condition or any disease? Or he he's old? is totally fine. He got into like a car accident not that long ago. Oh, where cow. like, But like no, no health conditions. Wow. It's really nuts. Yeah. And he lives actually in Hesperia. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's the Grimble. Yeah. 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 Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's got a very thick accent. And and he said, what is it? Ijole. Ijole. He always says that. Um, Yeah, he's pretty. His name's Don. Um, Grandpa Don Castillo. So, yeah. I forget. Okay. so I have family. So my my dad's last name is Castillo Alvarez. And Justine's mom's last name is Castillo. So we like joke around all the time. We're like, are we related? But we're not. Maybe. That'd be crazy. I think it's kind of a pretty common... 
last name. So yeah, yeah, I just feel like really far removed from the culture, even though like my grandma would speak it, my grandpa and stuff like that. Like my mom just constantly denied it. So I felt like instead of feeling ashamed, though, I had like a big soft spot. Like my favorite friends were Mexican and I love being in their household. Like um, I had like a weird up, like a lot of neglect in my childhood. So I would kind of take to other families and I love taking to my family, my friends who are Mexican because like you said, like my friend Alex, one of my favorite, not favorite friends, but like the most fond memories I have are with my friend Alex from mm-hmm. high school and being at her house because the back door was open. You walk in, you open the fridge, you do whatever the hell you want there. And her family's over and they're drinking beers and hanging out and music mm-hmm. is blasting. Mm-hmm. They throw parties. Are you sure and- that wasn't Keith's house? Are we related? I know. And just always the best food. And I remember them barbecuing one time. And I had the mm. best chicken of my life. And mm-hmm. I told her mom, oh, my God, this is so good. She's like, I just killed it. And I was like, oh, Dang. like she literally Dude, they had chickens. Legit. And that's super pricey. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and so, you one up me right there. <laughs> and I remember asking, <laughs> asking a lot, like, teach me the language. And I just couldn't pick it up well. But I'll never forget one time we're at her house and I go, just tell me like how to say something, anything. She's like, okay. Um, she's like, when my dad walks in, tell him this. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like practicing what she told me to say. Dad comes home from work and I look at him. I said, donde estas mi pito? Oh. And he goes. Yes, is- <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> Dang. And he goes, chancla? And then he tells Alex like, what the heck? And then she's busting yeah. up. I'm should like, you, trans- you Should me? you translate? What pito means for people I that... said, where's my penis? <laughs> where's my pee-pee in English? Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm like, freaking, I, she's such That's an asshole. So but yeah, it was so funny. And I was so embarrassed after I found out what I'm like, you just told me to tell your dad. That's like in like... Cheech and Chong, where uh, Cheech tells <laughs> Chong to say to the like Mexican family, uh-huh. uh, they're having like a uh, barbecue like in the front yard typical <laughs> and they're just like he's like oh tell him tell him like hey bendejo or something he says it's like it's like a nice like reading a friendly thing, and yeah. then he goes hey bendejo or he says it all wrong I'm like, I'm really say that. <laughs> oh my gosh i'm dead so i mean that's kind of like i don't have too much of a story behind it but that's yeah. kind of it yeah. and like now like lately or these days it's kind of like i still would love to learn spanish i'm not making any active efforts to do it but like I don't know. I love being your best friend because, like, I love being closer to the culture because, like, yeah. that's as close as I'm ever going to really, mm-hmm. like, get to it because I didn't yeah. have it growing up, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, For yeah. Sure. Okay. So. Maybe you'll For fall sure in love. We're going to Mexico at the end of this month. <gasps> yes. I'm excited. For a girl's trip. That's so, she's going to, I think she's going to fall in love. Where are you going uh, in Mexico at the end of the month? Because I know. A la I... casa de tu madre. Hijo. <laughs> 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 oh, you guys Keith is standing up. He's trying to fight me. He's trying to fight me. Hey, you gotta, you gotta put your feet. Don't say that in the microphone. Put the cake stand on the feet, bro. Don't show Justine your feet. Oh my gosh. Um, Farts we're, and we're, feet yeah, <laughs> on this podcast. Periods. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, guys. Um, we're going to Valle de Guadalupe, so in between Tecate and Ensenada, which if you haven't been, you should go. Are you driving there? Yeah, fool. Okay, jeez, man. Take I'm, asking, road just, I'm just asking preguntas, homie. <laughs> I'm excited. I've I, only been to Tijuana. No, it's it was gnarly. Yeah, Tijuana's yeah. pretty gnarly. We <laughs> I thought you were saying Tijuana's pretty. 
I was like, pretty ugly. <laughs> oh my god! People, my grandma and my mom and dad used to say, if I got in trouble, they're gonna send me to TJ. <laughs> and I was like, As like anytime the Wait, my my dad said that too. Anytime the pol- yeah. anytime the police now that's a destination. Anytime the police siren would come by or the or the fires uh, firemen, they then they they'd be like, they're coming. They're coming they're coming they're yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they I would be like, who's TJ? <laughs> I didn't know that TJ was short for Theo. <laughs> like at that time. Okay, wait, wait. I thought it was a person. Okay, say, say TJ again, but the actual word. Say it. Say it. No, no, no. Just say it. I don't know how to say it. I don't, now, I'm, now I'm overthinking just, it. Just say it. Do you think Valerie put them on the spot the, like that? Tijuana. Okay. Why, why was my, how was my J? It's because, yes, Tijuana. it's because I noticed that Americans call it Tia, Tijuana or Tijuana. Like your Tijuana. Tijuana. Talked about yeah. Tijuana. I'm like, it's literally Tijuana. It's not Tijuana. They it's say that in Narcos too. When they talk about the Tijuana cartel, they Tijuana. say like. The, the Americans people, or the. The Americans, of oh, course. They say Tijuana. And I'm like, yeah. oh, there's no, there's well, no A Tijuana. after the I. Well, you can't it's blame them for Tijuana. that though if they have it. No, just it. read. It's T-I-J. There's, it's not T-I-A-J. There's no A, no A. I get. I literally think about this at night, and I'm like, <laughs> "That was turning red right now." Well, there's a ton of things that you've said incorrectly. I haven't said. Hey, it. man. You're a sabes chica. <laughs> this is a sabes chica right here. Um. Okay. Wait. I. This I is love gonna what... clip so hard like, <laughs> in the it, mix. Yes, that one will. That will. <laughs> okay. So everything that you said, I loved hearing about it, Thanks. Justine. Um. I could kind of even share too because I was technically my dad is Mexican. I my I feel like every episode I have like my text like coming in and I always yeah. feel so bad. It's because we do a sound check before and then I forget. Okay. Um, but like, okay, so my mom is South American, my dad is Mexican, but the way that they raised me was predominantly South American because all of my dad's family is in Mexico. My dad is was the only one who like came out here. Where like my mom came first and then my abuelita came with my tias. So I was very heavily influenced and like raised in South American culture. So I, I feel like once I started school and like as I got older, like there were so many things about Mexicans where I was like, whoa, like I didn't know that they said that or like even like certain words I like said differently. Like I'm trying to think like jacket in like Mexico, you say chamarra but in peru you say casaca so it, it's like words like that where i would like say things differently and then i had a mexican friend at the time do you know a who friend? I'm yeah you know who i'm talking about oh sure yeah <laughs> i for legal reasons i can't say her name yeah, it's me edgar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was edgar but she was like pretty mexican and like that was i met her when i was 15 and i think that was the first time i was like oh oh okay wait also um i dated my Oh yeah, this is step uncle. Uh, yes, this is. Oh, I dated my stepdad. That's how you know my, you're Latin. <laughs> I dated keep, my step. in the family. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, it was gosh. before before it was legal. On the um, next broadcast, trauma. Growing up in <laughs> no, a literally, I could talk about that. I will talk about that. Um, but I dated my stepdad's brother, and oh, that God. was like the very first time I was introduced to Mexican culture because they're all like. They're like a big, very typical Mexican family. They immigrated out here. My stepdad was like 10, I think. And yeah, there's like six siblings, big family. Everyone lives in the same house. It was like a three-bedroom house in San Bernardino. And um, I remember like loving 
that culture. Like I was like, oh, like I like my culture, but now I love like Mexican culture. And for some reason, my dad, I like didn't raise me in that. I don't know if it's because my mom is like kind of bougie. Like she's like, (laughs) I don't want to say the R word, but she's a little judgmental like with Mexicans. And I think a lot of Peruvians, I think, I think every South American culture is like, I'm better than whatever well, country. Why don't you say that like Mexicans are kind of like, we're looked at as like the, like the, the rednecks, the rednecks. of the Latin yeah. community. Yeah. Which I, because of the way that Mexicans talk mostly. Well, we've distorted the line and I shouldn't say we, like I have, but like, yeah. you know, if we go back, like it, it was distorted a, a lot. I remember, yeah. in, I remember briefly dating a Chilean girl in college oh, yeah, you told me and her mom was just like, well, you're like people like ruin the language or something. Yeah. And like every other Latin culture could be not saying that Mexicans can't be sophisticated, but like they're like, when I think of Mexicans, I think like, you know, we're very loud mm-hmm. and we joke a lot. We're not like super sophisticated. I mean, mm-hmm. we can be, but I mean, no, that's how my entire mm. family is in Mexico, which is so much fun. Anytime I see them, they come out here like almost every year and my uncle, no joke, has like 10 kids from like three different marriages. Like it, we're just a big family. My dad has like five siblings. Whenever they come out here to visit, it is chaos in a great way. And it's so different than like my mom's side of the family, which like that was chaos in its own way because we're all girls. Like we don't have any boys on that side of the family and we're all like close in age. So it was really fun growing up. Toxicas. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, we're all toxicas, <laughs> like literally. But um, but yeah, Peruvians are a little bit more proper for sure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when I went to Peru with Chloe, she like definitely noticed that. She's like, whoa, it's the culture. So because we had a layover in El Salvador and she noticed the cultural differences like that. She's like, whoa. But um, yeah, so I feel like I got like my like introduction to Mexican culture when I was like a teenager. And since then it had been like really fun, like discovering that. And my dad lives in Mexico now, but like I'll see him once a month when he's working out here and I like it's cool because now we have conversations where I'm like why didn't you like introduce me to that more and he was like well your mom like didn't really want me to or whatever and he was like all your family was out here that was out here is from Peru so like it was just easier for you to like be in that culture but um and now like Zach too is half Mexican so then like getting to know his biological family and I don't it's just like so cool so that's like a legacy and like a cultural thing I want to pass off to our kids, like with the Mexican culture, like the doors always open. There's always yeah. going to be something to be celebrated. You guys have seen our family parties. We're out here dancing till like oh, yeah, 10 p.m. Sure. with like music blasting. And that's something that I that I want them to um, just like kind of like grow up as a norm. Yeah. Like embracing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to share, <laughs> if you guys want to share like any thoughts or prayers or anything you thoughts or prayers <laughs> towards you and your family or what are you talking about no, like, no, no, family uh, yes about, they're very mexican being a uh, no sabo kid and like yeah, yeah. cultural and like um, maybe where you feel like you fit in now or what yeah for sure i'll speak on this one uh this is so like I, a weird yeah, one i was gonna yeah oh uh, 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 so yeah <laughs> this one's it like key. i'm sorry i thought i was gonna go you looked at me you had a twinkle in your eye <laughs> People are either going to really like this or they're going to be like, dang, shut up. This was obnoxious. He's all this information wrong. Be quiet. Okay, go. So this is Josh. Um, This is like weird to talk about now because I feel like 
I don't know. There's like two sides of this conversation amongst like ethnicity and background. For sure. I think today. Yeah. And one is like the positive and then one's like a negative depending on what side you're on. Yeah. And I feel like for me, mm-hmm. like growing up, like I just embraced what I was given. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like yeah. I didn't really think, I didn't overthink it. Yeah. Um, And I know like today's culture is kind of weird too because I feel like people are like, Oh, I'm one percent this, and they're like embracing it, like oh, yeah. I'm Mexican, you know, because yeah. <laughs> um, it just like it's kind of a cool thing now, I guess, right? To kind of do, but for yeah. me again, like I just I didn't really like overthink it as a kid. Like I just embraced what I was given, like, and and I was cool with it. So for me, like one side of my family was very like Chicano, you know, mm-hmm. and and I guess it was like for the, like typical things like there is roots back to like mexico in my family but mm-hmm. they're pretty far back mm-hmm. and a lot of that like wasn't explained to me um mm-hmm. i was just like told growing up like oh you're mexican you're mexican mm-hmm. and i guess like i always associated that with like the typical things whether that was like right or wrong just that's what it was so for mm-hmm. me like um this th- what i kind of saw that as was like oh chicano culture like mm-hmm. low riders like oldies like mm-hmm. delphonics like you bump that with your hyena in the car you know yeah. like, like yeah. we went to like car shows right yeah. like woodier boulevard and all yeah. this stuff you know what i mean Dang, like, cool. like you went stuff to car like shows that. in woodier like it was like that's yeah, what my yeah. family did yeah. you know um and then like the negative like things amongst that too was like gangs like my family right. was in gangs and just like my cousins and that's all like i was exposed to that mm-hmm. like i you know i remember like we were always um at my grandparents, even like in the La Puente area, mm-hmm. and my cousins, like growing up, were just always like in gangs and whatever, like yeah. hanging out with the homies. And I was like always around, but I was always like the weddle, like yeah. the light kid. I skateboarded, you know, like I didn't really like. Your jeans were tight. Yeah, <laughs> jeans were tight. Like I didn't wear the Ben Davis, whatever. Um, but I like I I could hang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could hang. Like I I knew the lingo. Um, you I would listen to the like, music. Hey like guys, cause tonight will be. <laughs> I will fall for you. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Uh, no, but literally, like you know, for me it was like I was comfortable. Like, oh, cool. Like that's like that's my family. Those those are my roots. But I'm also like forming whoever the heck right. I'm trying to be. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really overthink it, you know. And uh, I feel like I was always kind of embraced. Like mm-hmm. I was never looked at differently. Like at least in that group. Mm-hmm. Um. There was like other people growing up that would obviously be like, you're not Mexican. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I remember, I guess I first started thinking about it in like elementary school when I hit like fifth grade mm-hmm. and people would ask like kids like, Oh, what are you? I'm like, Oh, Mexican. They're like, Oh, but you don't speak Spanish. And I'm Dang. just like, like straight up, you know? And I'll be like, so full. I'm still Mexican, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> don't make me call my cousins over here. Like, you know what I mean? Like literally, um, dude, you just do this. You go, but for me again it was just more like that's what i was given not a lot of explanation the background of that for me is like both sides of my grandparents like spoke spanish yeah but like didn't really even teach it to their kids so like my dad knows a little bit he can speak a little bit but and my mom knows like none but yet her dad like sang mariachi music in spanish so like you know it was just kind of weird like we, we did really like dive into that cultural talk too much or there wasn't like an emphasis it was just kind of like this is what it was so again for me like I I guess I I took more of my dad's side of the family on what that meant again so it was like Chicano lowriders oldies Mm -hmm. I mean I guess the typical things like close family like Mm -hmm. big family I think Mm -hmm. I literally have like 
90 cousins mm -hmm. like on my dad's side and Same. then cousins um, you have cousins that aren't your cousins that are your cousins oh yeah that'll you find like out Valerie's later Valerie's like, my cousin now <laughs> yeah, exactly. but she's not my cousin but she is she my cousin. is you and that's how I'm it saying? goes right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you don't like find that stuff out till later but uh so that's like my dad's side which is where my last name about mm -hmm. comes from um so I don't know again for me it was just more I guess the things that were associated with that and I don't know if that's like wrong or right is just what it was like mm. we listened to like spm like like growing yeah. up rap and some people might know that rapper we watched like the movies like blood and blood out like i yeah. was always called yeah. like miklo like wow. because in that movie like miklo is like his uh i forgot i think it's his his uh his dad that was white but his mom yeah. was mexican and he was all like light and you know they give him a hard time but like joking around and like my cousin circles like that's what they would call me because yeah. i was a light skin so I don't know. It was just kind of like I embraced that for what it was. Like I didn't overthink it. You know, I, for me too, like the other side of that was like I never felt like comfortable with white people or mm -hmm. like, like you know like what I mean? Like fully yourself. Yeah, like yeah. not ever. But then there was like a time in junior high where like, again, these things started to get more noticeable on both sides where like now I wasn't like Hispanic or Mexican enough for like the Mexican kids, but then I wasn't like white enough for like the white, white kids. Yes, you know, so like yeah. – to the white kids, I was like super Mexican, you know, but yeah. then to the Mexicans, I was like super like gringo, like gringo you know, so I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of weird. And again, that's just what it was for me. So I didn't overthink it. I was just kind of like, cool, like I'm embracing this. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's side was more like, you know, again, gra my grandfather spoke Spanish, played mariachi music, uh, loved like just like Spanish singers. And we were exposed to that early on. Yeah. Um, close knit family too, like all of those types of types of things with it but um yeah I don't know I kind of just like absorbed everything mm -hmm. from both sides and it wasn't until I got older really until like I married my wife uh who's like you know parents from Mexico and all that that she was like what like you're not Mexican <laughs> like you know and I'm like what, what Dang, you talking about? like this you know? <laughs> she dissed you uh, <laughs> no but it was kind of it was a cool thing to find out so like I do have like a great grandfather from Guadalajara you know mm -hmm. so like that's on my uh that's on my my dad's side and then, uh, you know, my, my dad and my mom's side, it's more Spaniard, you know, so yeah. I've, it's been kind of a cool journey, I guess, to open that up. And, uh, so yeah, I'm more Spaniard, definitely more Spaniard again. So that wasn't like taught to me, like, Hey, you have like this and relatives from Mexico, but you're pretty like you're dominantly like, um, Spaniard, like mm -hmm. that wasn't taught to me. So I knew nothing about that. Like what, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. and now it's kind of like a given, I guess the yeah. colored eyes, the light skin and I stuff like that. that. Yeah. But, um. So I don't know. That was kind of, again, my journey, but I just always embraced it. That's what I felt comfortable with. That's like, I was proud of that. You know, yeah. like even my friends joke, like, dang, bro, like you're more proud to like to claim to be, like, to be Mexican than like, like people who are from Mexico, you know? Yeah. And for me, it was just like, I don't know. I always loved the culture. There's always such like richness in it that I just really like resonated with. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, it's in me, but again, it's just more like, it's not noticeable, I guess, as much on the outside, but yeah. for me, like, I never second guessed it. You know, I like, I yeah. never went through that. What am I? I was just like, this is what I am. Like, I don't care yeah. what anybody says, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. That was that kind of journey, I guess, yeah. for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah a lot of people can definitely relate to like, not necessarily looking like Mexican enough and then getting hate on that end. But, um, and yeah. And then not fitting in with the white kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for me, like, I wish I like even when I talk to my dad or like my grandparents like I wish I got Frida right here in my arms. Um, this is my Heine. This is my Sasha. But um, like I'm always telling like my parents like man why didn't you guys like 
teach us Spanish or yeah. why didn't like grandma and grandpa, but I don't know. I don't know what it was for them that they never wanted to. Like, I don't know yeah. if it was just so they can tuck the cheese men. Like we wouldn't know what they were saying <laughs> or what, like, cause I know that was part of it. Just talking like, about you guys like for time. real. So <laughs> I don't really know my mom's, uh, both parents are, they're gone past. So mm-hmm. like, I can't really ask that now. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It was just kind of weird, but yeah, that's kind of been that journey. So yeah. 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 Very yeah. relatable. I have a lot. I mean, everything you just said, there's so many similarities like in mine, and um, can you ref- can you just say the question like what is it like to be like a, a I'm, no sabo kid? I, I'm yeah, or just like your perspective, your experience being a no sabo kid, which you look more yeah. ethnic. I wouldn't say Mexican, but just ethnically I think he ambiguous. Because so I'm freaking. Yeah. I got this. Bronze, homie. It's the gauges that make him not. not Honestly, I think that throws me off a little bit. That's what what I am. I'm just Keith. I'm just Keith. I'm a child of God. My heart, homie. First, I'm down for the Lord. First, you got saved in victory every time. I'm a child of God. First and foremost, okay. Um, man, I don't know. There's so many angles to it. Like you said, there's like this, you know, a positive side and a negative side. And I think after going through 2020 and like the polarization of like everything, I'm learning how to be a neutral party in like in in a lot of things. And I and I'm trying not to look at things so like black, black and white, and white yeah. you know, because it's either like. And everyone defines what is black and white in different ways, you know? So, I mean, it's such like a case by case thing. Mm. And so if I can kind of break it down, I'd say like when I was growing up, it was like, it wasn't something that was, it just was what my upbringing was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. we were all like, uh, I don't know if we're like new to the, to the country, but like we're some, some of my family was like, a generation into being in, in, in America. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like my, that's my great grandparents and, and stuff. And then there's like my grandparents who are two generations mm-hmm. into it. So we ha- I had all these like layers. And then mm-hmm. if like you were, you know, like wise enough to go and like, hey, Tata, or hey, like, mm-hmm. you know, Auntie Dora, like break this down for me. Like, where, where are we from? You know, like what what's our story? And it was, you know, at, like, I guess the best way I could describe it is like we were 100% Mexican as we are 100% American. We mm-hmm. are, we are both. And I remember I think this is a key thing to like the way I'm kind of like uh finding or or um cultivating my my identity now like as an adult uh being Mexican American is um I remember I read this book called Being Latino in Christ and Wait, it, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, For wait, who real fool. Freaking Jesus himself. No, not <laughs> Jesus. 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 Cristo. So, okay, so I um so I mentioned earlier, I grew up I grew up Catholic. Did you grow up Catholic? Mm-mm. So instantly more Mexican than yeah, you right there, sure. fool. You're you'll know so I will get. So I so I grew up in the Catholic Church. And uh, I did my my first Holy Communion, my confirmation. I did Sunday school. I learned, you know, my my prayers. I went to, um, I went to the confession booth. I, yeah. I did every, you know, my family. I have some very serious Catholics in my family, and and I love that um, side that I grew up that I grew up with. Like now, not like now that not being like the core like faith practice that I have. I can go back to it, and I have so much like appreciation and reverence mm-hmm. like for it now. Um, but I, uh, 
what was I? I don't even know where I was going with this, <laughs> but I, I'm like lost. You're I was like, you're so oh. high right now. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a good blunt. <laughs> uh, no, that the the book was talking about like. Oh yeah, the book. The yeah, book, the book Jesus wrote. So, oh yeah. So I so I I so I grew up, I grew up Catholic, but I ended up getting um I ended up converting through through Young Life. And for mm-hmm. those of you guys that know Young Life, it's a it's a it's a predominantly like evangelical based like outreach, and there are Catholics in it as well. But it was predominantly like evangelical, like Protestant Christianity, like based. So I converted um, um, from being a Catholic into like more of an evangelical now, and uh, I got involved with Young Life, and they started this thing called Latino Student Staff. Oh. And so I worked part time for for Young Life. And Latino student staff was, you didn't have to necessarily be like 100% like Latin, you can have some of it in you, but it's, it was specifically for like, if you worked in an urban area, in my area, San Bay Springs was considered to be urban. And so I uh, got plugged in with that. And I remember, um, this is what kind of like, cause I was always labeled by like some friends and, and it's funny, it's come up in this conversation. Some of us have defined being Mexican by speaking the language. But isn't being a culture, it's so much more than the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very core thing. Don't get me wrong. But it's like when you get food, do you take a piece of the tortilla and, you, you know, you pick up your food with it? When there's music that goes on, you go straight to dancing. <laughs> are you are you making jokes? Like, you know, what's your attire? Do you go for the Dodgers? Do you go for the Raiders? Like, you know, like there's so yeah. many things like the I, know there's, I know there's some other. Fo- I know that uh, I, I know there's I know there's some other. Get out of here, homie. I'm wearing a Ram shirt and freaking Valerie's exactly. And I was and like, oh, was like the Chargers. Chargers. I was like, this he fool. Me like he was going to punch me. <laughs> I was he like, was so get offended. out of here. So, so anyways, and I'm sure there's some 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 vatos out there that are like, what about the Cowboys? You know, but anyways, so so anyways, we've there, there's so many more ways to to identify with being Chicano or and I'll say Chicano more than Mexican because Chicano to me is like it's this, his own culture. It's right? a subculture Mexican of being Mexican American. Yeah. It's like the East Los homies, and that's where my that's where my roots are at. Even though I'm not from there, my I mean I'm close enough to there. My great grandma Jesse's house is still there. We still get together like in, in parties there, and that's where like after my family immigrated to Texas, they later came to California because at that time, um, like, uh, like gold digging was like a thing. And that's, and they were, you know, settled in East Los Angeles to, you know, kind of have fine opportunity. Anyways, mm-hmm. the, um, I, I have, I, I kind of came to that realization, uh, after being like, even from other Mexicans who were like, you're whitewashed, you're whitewashed. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm whitewashed. Like, I guess that means I don't speak the language and I, I may be not as rooted in my culture. And it blocked me mm-hmm. for a long time from like really owning and being proud of like being Latin. Yeah. And I always was like, oh yeah, I guess I don't speak the language. I'm not from there or I'm not hard. I'm not from the hood. I'm not in a gang. Like some of my other, like, I, I don't think any of my cousins were specifically in gangs, but I know like some of them were like affiliated yeah. and stuff. So I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm whitewashed. But then like when I was like, maybe like with more like white people, which I wasn't really until college, uh, then I was like, I was the Mexican kid. Yeah. So that's, but to me, I think being Mexican, that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're neither one or the other. And I remember doing Latino student staff and this, um, I can't even remember his name, but he, uh, he was just telling me, like, I was like, Oh, I'm a whitewashed Mexican. He's like, why do you say that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't speak the language. And he was just like, but you are Mexican. Like your roots are in it. Like, 
that's what that's what you are. It doesn't yeah. matter if you speak yeah. the language or you even you eat beans and rice every day. He's like, that's that's the ethnicity that you are. Yeah. And then I remember later we did like this study where it was like it had this chart of like different types of people who are assimilated like in different cultures, um, like between American and Mexican or American and whatever other culture it could be. But it was like um, like low assimilation in America and low assimilation in, Amer- in Mexico is like you're a kid and your family immigrated here. So you don't know a lot about your Mexican yeah. culture because you, you're like, and I have some of these students, you know, I have like some students that are like seven or eight and they're they're brand new to America. They don't know a lot about their where they're from either, yet they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. And so they're super low assimilated in their Mexican culture and they're super low assimilated in American culture. Right. And then you have like Mexicans that, you know, they're they're older and they immigrate here and they're very assimilated in Mexican culture, but then they're not assimilated in American culture. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then where I think that I'm at is like I'm like, you know, somewhat high in like the Mexican root cultures. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are even higher. So it's like, you know, I I'm, you know, the food, the 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 music, maybe the attire a little bit, the way we interact, the the lingo, you know, a little bit of the language. It's like I, I got that. I can hang mm-hmm. a little bit. And then I'm probably very highly assimilated in American culture because mm-hmm. I'm here. So it's like, you don't have to be just one or the other. Mm-hmm. You can be both. You can be highly assimilated in both. And that's what I, in, in being like after a polarizing year, it's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just, um, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be super assimilated in like, in, and I'm going to continue to, to me to, to be like truly like your culture is to like know your story of like your people Mm, and so it's funny it's not language for me and a lot of people i feel like will isolate it to that and so i've i've learned to like not get hung up on myself or be judgmental like if i have an accent or if i'm like trying to order like food in spanish like at a mexican spot they notice my accent and then they'll start talking to me english i'll keep going in spanish Mm. you know and i learned that from my auntie dora um, and Auntie Dora, if you're listening to this, if I get any information wrong mm-hmm. about like our, you know, our, our family or stuff, you can correct me. But I love my Auntie Dora. I, my, my whole heart is with her, um, you know, right now. Uh, but I, um, but I was talking to her today cause I was telling her about like this podcast and she's like one of my family members that knows a lot of the history. Like when I try to talk with my thought though, like, Hey, like what's our story? He'd just be like, Oh, da, da don't get old or something like that. <laughs> like my thought that was a man of like, you know, a few words when it came to that. He's a big jokester too though. But my Auntie Dora is just like, she was a teacher. And um, I, I asked her today, I was like, Auntie Dora, like how would you define being like Mexican American? And she just like, without even like, you know, hesitating, she's just like, we're just regular people. She's mm-hmm. like, we're, she's like, to me, she's like, we're educated, we work hard. You know, we make the most out of every opportunity. And she was telling me when she was growing up, uh, like kind of what you were saying, she's very white looking, blonde hair and all, and all that stuff. But uh, she was telling me about like when she was growing up, she spoke Spanish in the home. And then when she went to school, like she had a German teacher, I guess, that like she responded back to her teacher in Spanish and her teacher like hit her across oh, the wow. face. And Whoa. she was really insecure about speaking Spanish yeah. for a while. And in college, she was telling me something in college, uh, which at that time too, she was also telling me that a lot of like females, like in her family, 
like uh, her dad was just like, oh, yeah, you don't need college. You don't need to do this. And she's like, well, what am I supposed to do with my brain? Like she just really valued education and she mm. wanted to be more like independent in that way and not like fit the norm. I don't know. I thought it was just really rad to like hear her story. Um, and um, she was telling me she was like at a Chicano's like study class or an event. And she just started breaking down in tears because she realized like through the pre presenter, the professor, her language had been taken away from mm. her, from her teacher at a young age. But she also didn't let that hold her back from like, you know, finding herself like later and pursuing like her, her dreams and being an educated woman. But she didn't say like, oh, what BMX American, like you need to like be from the country. You need to be in a hard area. You need to speak the language. She was just like, no, she's like, I'm a very educated person. I was a teacher, like, mm -hmm. and I want to be the best I can be. And I want to be a lifelong learner. So that really just like inspired me. And I'm just like, I just think that's true for each culture, like not mm -hmm. just Mexican. It's just yeah. like, I think she realized like not, whatever stood in her way, uh, whether it was like discrimination or like maybe how like, you know, women were being more like in a box, like at that time mm -hmm. that never held her back from accomplishing things. And she went on to be like um, a SEL teacher, which is like mm -hmm. helping like the Spanish speak or people who speak different languages, uh, like speak English and stuff. That's and cool. so she just like, yeah. she was just like, okay, I'm not white enough for the white. Uh, I'm not white enough for the white people i'm not mexican for mexican people and she's just like i'm just gonna figure out who i am yeah that's and so, so cool. that's where when she was to explain that to me i was like that's what it is like it doesn't matter like what a group of people even if they're my own people are telling me what yeah. i need to fit into which i'll be i'm like a down ass fool forever you know that will be <laughs> that is that you know I, I that will be my persona but i think in my my heart of hearts i'm just like you know, and I was saying this joke jokingly, but I do think like I we are all children of God first, and that's what connects us. And I'm just gonna like do me, yeah. whatever like you know whatever society is telling me, whatever box like they may want to say is my culture or, or whatnot. I'm just gonna be me in it, and so mm -hmm. yeah. that's kind of the. I don't know if that answers the question, but it definitely yeah, 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 for sure. That was amazing. Everyone said like such good takeaways. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think too. Anytime anyone feel not just like you guys, but in general, anytime anyone feels insecure, just remember that Selena didn't even speak any Spanish. That's right. That's and a, she that's learned. For music. For music yeah. And then she started interviewing. There's literally an interview, which they put in the movie, but it was like a real interview where, um, well, I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> Fact checkers, let me know. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we're like, they're like the reporters asking her something in Spanish. It was like a Spanish like oh, network yeah. or something. And, she and she's like, me siento muy excited. excited and yeah. she like starts laughing. And they muy... think it's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the muy... truth. Story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it is where like. Richie, Richie Valens too. Richie yeah. didn't didn't speak Spanish and it was through and, music. And even Mexico has its like just in general, it just has so many cultures. Every country, that's the thing. If people I'm speaking on behalf of white people who have never been outside of the country except on a fancy trip to Europe. And I don't mean any shade thrown at those people, but I'm just saying if you were to really expose yourself to different cultures, you would see that every culture has like literally the same issues, like oh, the same sure. problems. Yeah. And, um, but I, I, that's what I appreciate about my childhood is like, 
even though unfortunately I didn't grow up with a lot of my family in the same country. Like I literally have to travel to go see them. It's also, it's been the best thing my parents have done for me where like at a very young age, they like took me to those countries. And aside from getting to know my family in that way, like I feel like I was just exposed to a lot of different cultures and like exposed to just like a different, like different lifestyles, a different way of life. And I'm like so thankful for that because I feel like it's created like a lot of open-minded open-mindedness yeah. is that the right <laughs> that feels weird to say in me but i i wish people would like remember that every culture aside from just american or mexican like every culture struggles literally with the same things and yeah. Yeah. we're all human and we're all yeah. just trying to For get sure. through the day I, and be good humans so and i think that's like just a cool thing to like throw out there because i think we're in such a day and age where like everything's about like what separates us rather mm. than what yeah. Yeah. Like we have in common and what like unifies us. I think people are just today, like everybody's just so quick to label and separate. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you're this. Oh no, you're not that. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. And you're only that this much. And exactly. I feel yeah. like a quick, like example of that too, is like, you know, my awesomely, beautifully gorgeous wife, man, I miss her right now. as we're just talking about her. Um, uh, Emily is from Irvine and she's Caucasian and like there's been a little bit of like her teaching me about like Irvine culture and, and I mean and I say Irvine culture and not white culture specifically because Irvine is surprisingly is a diverse place like a lot of people just think it's like white and Asian but we have like Middle Eastern there we have a yeah. lot of like different sects of like Asia there um and like German and, and Russian and like a lot a lot of a uh, lot of people but Irvine culture is very like is very proper and very like, you know, things kind of have to be really put together, very nice, very like organized. And I feel like there are things I'm learning about like her culture and like where mm -hmm. she's, what like her city and then there's things I'm teaching her. And there's more that we have in common than we do have different. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, we both practice our faith the same way. We both love mm -hmm. music, you know, we both are teachers, like our, our personalities, the music we like. And that's like the thing that like, I think that is kind of being a little bit missed is kind of what you're talking yeah, about. Like we're sure. so like, so it's just like, yeah, we can, and I'm, and I'm not to say I'm not, I'm like not neglecting like the ways that I am different, but uh, we are very like similar and connected just because we are both having the human experience, oh, for sure. you, you know, yeah. so. And I think like, I think even out of like the lack of that, like trying to see what's in common. I mean, this is a whole nother issue. I don't want to open it up, but <laughs> I think that's kind of even where like maybe more of that like cultural like appropriation has stemmed mm. from because now it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to like accept that because that's mm -hmm. people are like glamorizing that culture. Right. Or I have to have some type of story behind where I'm from. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's kind of that like FOMO now, even on like, mm -hmm. like where, how you were raised, like, Oh, yeah. I gotta have this story to mm -hmm. be interesting, or I have to have this background. And I think if everybody would just kind of more embrace, uh, just what they were given, I don't know. And yeah. again, I, I say that probably just from a place of like, obviously there was some early like insecurities in that Yeah. in junior high, when I started getting questioned about like, why I didn't speak like Spanish, but I think for the most part, like, my parents like did a good job of just telling me like hey like you are who you are like mm -hmm. don't let nobody tell you otherwise and i just like really like own that like hey yeah. i'm this i don't i don't really care what anybody has mm -hmm. to say um and i think that kept me from like going too extreme of like oh i have this background but also not like like how you were saying uh you know like 
saying I'm not Mexican. Like I had a cousin mm-hmm. like who used to say she was like French because <laughs> she, oh, like, really? she was like, I don't want to, I don't want to claim that. You know? <laughs> oh, um, wow. That's so interesting. But yeah, uh, that's kinda... so I don't know. I felt like I, I wasn't on either. Like I wasn't like trying to go overboard, but then I also wasn't like trying to like hide away from that. It was just like, dude, it, and I'm taking what I was given and this mm-hmm. is what, how I was raised. And this is what feels like home to me and, mm-hmm. and just owning that the core of the message is be on a sick one homie and you do you fool <laughs> look at it closely fool. look at it closely <laughs> look at it closely. the fool's gone wild and be like who are these fools still doing all our stuff um okay well we're gonna wrap up thank you guys so much yeah, hopefully you could be you. like a quarterly Guest. like guest we'll see I'm we down. This was fun. we'll see if people hate you or love you i'm just kidding hey We're it's good cancel. it's good it's <laughs> no, good to, it's get... good to have some haters it is we you get mean? a lot of good messages someone like dm'd us today i don't know if you saw but it was a really sweet message and we'll read it after it, but yeah. um oh. it was really sweet so i'm sure people will love you guys but. i i do want to say like i know i do joke around a lot but this is really cool to be a part of i think that like i like you guys like like you guys kind of inspire me like you Aww. you are doing like things from the you started from like the like, bottom now yeah here. yeah you you made your <laughs> own you made your own like you know franchise or and then you're you know doing very very well like in photography and valerie shout out to valerie she shoots all of our, our photos for walk jog mm-hmm. and has kind of helped us you know shape our image and all that stuff yeah but i feel like i'm trying to do that i'm trying to build more of a community yeah. and a following like with my music so when i see like you know, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. So the yes. fact that I'm associated with you guys makes me excited because I'm just like, oh, my friends are doing like they have momentum. Um, and and that's what I want. And that and being that's around true. this just like it makes me hungry for it. Like more. I'm just like, OK, I'm just going to continue to grind at this. So. Really cool to hear. And yeah, thanks for letting for me sure. be like thanks. like part of the first podcast. Like, yeah, it's awesome. this yeah. is fun. Thanks, yeah, guys. So uh, where can we find you online? Josh, go for it. Joshua Paul Valdivius. <laughs> Literally just my name. Wait, your on name? Instagram. No, you have a handle. Joshua Paul Valdivius. No, I thought it was that cow. Oh, that's your TikTok. <laughs> no, that's my TikTok and soon to be another Instagram, but we won't throw that out. Oh, yeah. wait. Okay, well, tell me when the mics are put yeah. away. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, so your name, which we'll include in the show notes. And yeah, then Joshua Keith. Paul Valdivia. And real quick, if you're looking for my single, it's just Joshua. Joshua Paul. On Joshua Spotify. Paul, yes. I kind of yeah. don't trust that, that you have uh, two first names a little bit. <laughs> how dare you, bro? Like, I don't know how. But it's actually very name. Mexican, so. Joshua Paul. <laughs> um, if you guys want to follow at walk jog band mm-hmm. on like instagram i think that's our TikTok. we're not very active on, on facebook TikTok, on tiktok on facebook Wait, myspace do you have a TikTok? yeah we're not very active on it we huh. need to like kind of like redo some stuff um but and then just walk jog all one word linkedin uh, if you're looking at spotify and uh yeah if my- you guys are local too I don't know when the next time you're doing a local show. I think you should perform at the Wayfair all the time. So I, so I'm, Em and I are in the middle of talking to a few other artists and kind of like my goal is to like get a group of artists and like present that to venues and stuff and be mm-hmm. like, hey, here's like a lineup and you yeah. know, some credible people. So our, our the second one we're actually aiming for is like hopefully mid to late June at the Wayfair again. Oh, and I would love so to excited. like try to get my foot like in LA, especially since yeah. like things are opening up a little yeah. bit more. So that well, if you is- guys are local, come check out Keith and Emily at Watch Out. Yeah, at the me show. and my wife. Josh does yeah. music 
Yeah, and Josh plays bass for us. Josh is very talented. That was fun. Musician. Yeah. Hopefully they invite me back. Yeah. So my wife. <laughs> Ooh, my we wife, can post the film pics. I know. On our, what, my yeah, yeah, the concert pics. We should do some of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My wife and I. Uh. We have a band together, and it's Walk Jog. Mm-hmm. Go and check it out. And if you're new to Hey Amigas, and this is the first podcast you listen to, go back and listen to some other ones and be <laughs> a down ass fool for Hey Amigas. That's oh, right. thank you. That's right. Um, okay, well, just to give a little bit of an update, Justine is moving this weekend, which is so crazy. Uh, where are you moving to? Costa Mesa. Your mom's house. Oh, this yeah. fool. In Spanish in and then in English. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. um, She's yeah. going to be 10 minutes from me and not 30, which is nice. Yeah. But, you're going to say like we're going to Texas or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we might, I mean, I don't think that the list, our listeners will realize this, but we're not going to record next We're, we're going to skip so. a week, so yeah. sorry. We're not sure if that'll actually affect like airing every week or not, because we are ahead a couple episodes now, aren't we? Just one. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Okay, thank you, Keith and Josh. And we don't have an outro yet. Adios, amigas. But, pero like, ciao, adios. Here, you can sing us something. You have five seconds. Hey, amigas, we're leaving. Look at it closely.